Welcome, beautiful souls, to Sicilian Podcast, a place designed to help you step into your power and find greater joy in your everyday life. I believe in taking a holistic approach to learning in life, so I want to discuss a variety of topics such as relationships, education, health and wellness, and so much more. Join us as we embark on an inspiring and empowering journey of coming back home to your authentic self and living your best life as only you can define it. Welcome back. Today, I want to talk about my personal growth journey and how I am intentionally and consciously trying to create a life that I love. Now, I realize that this topic I personally find has been oversaturated in the self-help world because there are so many experts claiming to have found the key or the solution to creating your best life. But my approach to this subject is turning the mic over to you and giving you back the power over your life. As you probably know, if you've listened to previous episodes, I am addicted to books. I love to read. I love to learn. And I noticed or I have become aware that in the beginning of my personal growth journey, I would consume everything I possibly could on this particular topic or things that would, I found that were triggers for me in order to find the solution, or the answer to my problems. Fast forward to now, I've now become aware that it's okay to learn. It's okay to consume information. But now we have crossed over into another age And I've also discussed this in previous episodes as well. We are no longer in the information age. We are currently in the conceptual age. So this period in time requires us to, yes, get the information, but we have to apply it and synthesize it and find a way to incorporate it into our daily lives in a way that is consistent with our current slice of life. Looking back on the beginning of my journey, because I've been on a personal growth journey for at least 15 to 20 years, um, I noticed looking back that it wasn't a journey that was uplifting or encouraging because as I was consuming other people's informations and seeing how they had their lives all figured out, that triggered some of the limiting beliefs and the stories that I was already telling myself that was diminishing my light and 
who I really was as a person. Because I assumed that something was wrong with me because I couldn't apply their whole structure or their whole system that they were talking about that seemed to have created such a sense of success or achievement in their lives. So one of the first things I grasped was the importance of meeting yourself where you are at, not trying to be already at the finish line once if you haven't even started the race yet. And I believe that this sort of mentality that most of us have that we are not good enough or that we are somehow behind on our life journey comes from the conditioning and the way society operates in general. Because if you take a step back and you realize that society always tends to play on our ego. And ego is a way to stop or slow down the awakening process. And remembering and embodying again who we truly are. the stories and the limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves. Are they really your core beliefs? Where do they come from? Why did you start thinking those things about yourself? Those were the type of questions that I started answering for myself. But in order to listen and get most of the answer you can possibly, or the most honest opinion you can get, you need to be okay with sitting in the discomfort and sitting in the silence. Or in my case, sitting in my burnout pit for almost a year. Because only when you drown out society's distractions, noises, commercials, expectations, social pressures or the social social norms that you have to achieve a certain thing by a certain age, If you can sit in the discomfort, ask the hard questions, and truly listen to the answers, even if you don't like the answers at the beginning, that is an important step in pursuing your personal growth journey and actually creating a life that you love, not what you are expected to create or consume or buy or be. It's really taking the time to listen to what do you want? What do you need 
What fills your heart with joy? How do you define joy? How do you define success? So in taking a step back and really numbing or diminishing the exterior pressures, that is when your soul will actually be talking to you the loudest. And that is when the personal growth journey really takes the important steps for your life. So how do we address the limiting beliefs that we have and the stories that we tell ourselves? And what I mean by the stories that we tell ourselves is the chatter that we have in our mind that is always present. The things that we are constantly telling ourselves on repeat. The way we identify Like, who are you? Those type of stories create your sense of identity. So for me personally, I started to realize that the amount of lies we were told, the amount of conditioning we were exposed to, but also the great injustices and inequalities that our democracy or that our way of living has and the fact that the status quo isn't good enough anymore. Things need to change, even if things have always been this way. If you look at what is going on currently in the world, everything is going horribly wrong. Everything is getting worse. But I now see this as a way for the, I'm going to say the global system. I don't even know if it's a global, but the global structure or the global way that we are living is using the world is going in the shitters basically as a way to control us, to avoid from having people waking up and stepping into their powers. Because with the stories that we tell ourselves and with the constant limiting beliefs, we start to numb, we start to disconnect from our lives and we just go on autopilot and we lose the sense of purpose, passion, drive to make the changes that we deeply feel are needed. And no, we aren't meant to be fighting for everything, but each of us has decided to come to this earth to create a specific change. 
whether it's with animals, whether it's with kids, whether it's with the environment, you name it. And you already know what your passion is. If you take the time to listen, you already know what it is. For the longest time, I've always known that education has been a passion of mine and a purpose for my life. Now, the definition of education has been changing because I don't see myself spending all of my days in a classroom in the current public school system. So I am now trying to educate people in different ways. I started this podcast to share my ideas in hopes that I would be able to plant seeds to create change in other people's lives. We decided to homeschool our kids. We have some plans for our land that we want to create. But all those ideas and all this clarity came from when I was in my darkest times. Because once I sold my daycare and I realized that I was completely burned out, I had nothing left to lose. But I had all the time in the world to, re- to find myself again. So in order to find myself, I did a few simple practices that helped me to regain a sense of embodiment and refocus my intention my attention on my intentions so the practice of self-love and self-acceptance is a hard one but when you are in your darker days you need to be gentle with yourself you need to slow down and just be And that is incredibly uncomfortable because you have those big emotions that want to come up. But there are ways to get them moving out of your system. So either it's writing in your journal, dancing, singing, going outside, grounding, so walking barefoot. um, Those kinds of things, whatever that you feel is a way to um, release the anxiety or the heavy feelings that you might be feeling and that is one way to connect with your body because as women we were taught to disconnect from our bodies because once we are embodied that is when we step into our greatest power and during my journey I attracted um, new information about feminism and being in your divine feminine energy and for a long time I was really angry and really frustrated when it came to talking about feminism because I always felt a sense of being attacked and a sense of being diminished because I was a woman but I came to realize with my readings that I was considered a wounded woman And I'm pretty sure a lot of you could 
identify with certain criterias of what is a wounded woman. Now, this does not mean that we are not strong because I had a hard reaction just just hearing the word or reading the word wounded. Um, so this is, um, it can be expressed as afraid to speak your truth, lack of self-worth, tolerating toxic people, seeking external validation, people-pleasing, apologizing for who you are, negative self-talk, and comparing yourselves to other women and seeing other women as competition. Now that just basically described my whole childhood and the whole way that society raises girls. But once I was able to identify that, I wanted to see what an awakened woman would be. And these are the things that came up. She honors her truth. She knows her worth. She sets loving boundaries. She feels validated from within. She inspires others to shine. She lives unapologetically. She speaks gently to herself and she embodies the divine goddess and encourages other women to rise. Now this lights a fire in me. I am in no way there yet in all those definitions. But what I gathered from being an awakened woman is it helps you to experience life to your fullest. And it helps you realize that most of the stories and the limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves as women especially, and I'm, I'm not negating what men are going through because they have their own traumas and their own limiting beliefs and stories that society is telling them. But there's a reason society is trying to oppress women. And these are part of the reason why. When we set boundaries for ourselves, we are showing others that we are not compromising. We are not people-pleasing to the detriment of our own health. We invest in ourselves first. By not compromising for other people's ideas or opinions or conditioning, we can create an intentional life. So we can progress from being in the survival mindset to a successful mindset, which will then create a life of significance. And I think this is what we are all looking for. But until we can peel back all the layers, all of the stories that we carry that isn't ours to carry, we stay stuck in the survival mode. And this is why I find it so important to empower women again to step into our greatness, not to neglect or avoid our responsibilities or everything that we have to do. That is not my intention. My intention is to live 
with a sense of awareness and with a self of sense of control over what gets my attention and what I find is important for me and my family. Because women are at the top when it comes to setting the tone for their family. And even the saying, happy life, happy wife, happy life. At the beginning, that used to drive me crazy. Because when you usually hear it, it's with the undertone of saying that women are feeling entitled to have everything that they want. When in reality, that's not what it's... That's not how we should be perceiving that saying. When a woman and a mother is strong, whether that is physical, emotional, spiritual, like the whole person is strong, we have so much more to give to others and we do it in a way that is more intentional and more valuable to everyone around us. And this is part of the mind shift that we have to create within families, but also what I am trying to instill in my kids as well, because I want them to see the importance of having rest or time alone or quiet time or whatever you feel you need. Because if they don't see the model of what it looks like, they won't internalize it as much. So we need to come together and create a healthier lifestyle for ourselves, which will then trickle down to our kids as well. And these are the things I wanted to talk about today. I could go in so many other different directions and I probably will in future episodes, but I will stop there because I don't want to make it a huge or a long episode today. I also would like to know if you have certain topics or maybe questions about previous topics, please send them my way. I would love to address um, either in a conversation with text or um, phone call or whatever. We can meet, even meet in person. But I would like to address the questions that you have on the topics that I've either already done or topics that you would like me to cover. Um, and that would give me ideas for future episodes as well. So if you have any questions, any comments, please send them my way. If you feel this episode was in any way useful, please share it. You can also rate the episodes um, on your listening platform. And once again, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to invest in yourself. And on that note, I am wishing you an incredible day. Mm -hmm.